0: Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to Season 4, Episode 16 of the Audiobook 11 Podcast. This is our last episode of 2022 and our annual special holiday episode. We have many of your favorite authors and narrators sharing traditions, stories, cheers, well wishes, and much more on this very special time of year. And here's my gift to you.
2: Hello everyone. My name is James Cheatham, here to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a most tremendously happiest of holidays. I also want to share with you one of my favorite all-time holiday traditions that my family and I do. Well, two traditions, actually. One of them's kinda cute, the other one's kinda like ooh and ah kinda feeling, if you will. Uh, The first one is that the day of, So, Christmas morning, everybody wakes up, we're ready to do presents, and yours truly is actually in the kitchen, believe it or not, because we do a full holiday spread of Christmas goodies and tasty treats. Um, First, my wife, she'll do her German apple pancakes and the cast iron skillet. Those are amazing. And then it's up to me to bake all the Christmas cookies, the cinnamon rolls, the gingerbread. And after everything is all said and done, we probably have about four different Christmas cookies out. We have two batches of cinnamon rolls. We have a full 15 inch cast iron full of the German apple pancakes. Um, And then we'll also go to the grocery store and buy the German uh, Stollen, which is also very, very, very delicious. Once everybody's had their fill, then we will open up the first box, which doesn't have any wrapping on it, and it contains a Santa hat. Santa becomes a new person each and every year on a rotational basis. So, like, first I'm Santa, next year my wife, next year after that my oldest child, so on and so forth. Whoever is Santa is in charge of going to the tree and handing out presents accordingly. Like, hey, daddy, you get this one, so on and so forth so that one's really cool tradition number two is that the night prior so christmas eve we will drive to let's say you know the closest gas station obviously you know the cleaner of the selections that are out there but ones that definitely offer hot cocoa and or coffee or or both uh, preferably hot cocoa, that way everybody gets to have some And we'll all get our hot cocoa, we're bundled up in our vehicle, and we will drive around and go look at Christmas lights while sipping hot cocoa and listening to whatever Christmas carols are on the radio. The really cool rare finds though, and they're such a gem, is when you find those houses that have their lights tuned to sync with music, and they have that music coming through a radio station so that way you can drive in your car never have to roll down the windows turn it to a certain radio station and it matches with the rhythm and the beat that the lights are going to it's so awesome once again my name is james and i'm wishing you the happiest of holidays this year may you be blessed and full of love and joy seasons greetings this is lucas webley uh
3: joy to the world and joy to all the listeners of the audiobook loving podcast merry christmas everyone
4: Hey, audiobook lovin', all you fans and fabulous listeners, this is Carly Robbins, also known as CJ Bloom. Um, we love you all so much, all of us narrators, and uh, I just wanted to wish you a happy holiday season, however you celebrate. It's a time for me for reflection of the past year, looking forward to the next year, Spending time with family, making all the yummy, 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 yummy foods. That's pretty much the best part for me. It's all the food and the baking and the cooking. And just taking a step back and sort of, you know, having a little bit of time to reflect. And to spend time with loved ones. And um, try and, like, decompress before we get into, like, the heart of winter. I'm in New York, so it's, like, miserable (laughs) in the heart of winter. And um, that's it. I just wanted to wish you all a happy holiday season. Thank you so much. I've got so many amazing stories that I'm working on now that will be released in 2023 and I'm sure more to come that I don't even know about. And um, you're all just awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much.
5: Hey everybody. Marcio Catalano here. Just wishing you a Happy Holidays, and uh, hopefully what turns out to be a really wonderful end of the 2022 year. Hope you get a chance to eat some awesome food, spend it with family and friends, and um, give something to folks who have nothing. Um, Whether that be assistance in a parking lot on the way home from shopping, or if you've got old pillows sheets a coat or something like that and there's someone on the side of the road that needs something um direct charity is always the best so for me christmas is a time to give because i feel that we are so privileged and so lucky to do what we do so uh you know take that focus and put it outward all right see you guys in 2023
6: hi i'm donna grant wishing you a merry christmas and a happy new year
7: Happy holidays, everyone. This is Stephanie Rose, and my favorite holiday song has always been White Christmas, because I live in Southern California where we don't get to have any snow, and it sounds so magical. So I wish you a magical season with friends and family and snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I've never known Where the treetops glisten And children listen to hear Sleigh bells in the snow Be white. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. May you have lots of love this season.
0: Hi, this is Rose Dioro. In the wintertime, the holiday that's celebrated in my house is Hanukkah. And I guess the thing I like most about it is knowing that I am engaging in a tradition that has been happening for generations and generations all over the world. There's something about turning the lights low, lighting the candles, and seeing them shine so brightly in the darkest time of year, and knowing that I'm carrying on a tradition that has been around for so long. That's what makes the holiday feel special to me. Whatever you might be celebrating this time of year, or however you might be spending your time, I hope you're able to find some small moments of joy.
5: Hi. This is Gregory Salinas, narrator. I want to say happy holidays to everyone and talk a little about one of my favorite holiday traditions that my wife introduced me to. Hide the pickle. No, it's not what you think. An ornamental pickle is placed on a Christmas tree, hidden really, and the first person to find it wins a special present. My wife and I switch off each year on who gets to hide it. One year I hid it inside another ornament to throw her off but she found it. I don't actually remember what the prize was to find it that year. The fun is hiding and finding it. Happy holidays to everyone, and to a happy new year.
8: Hi everyone, this is Lori West,
2: and Christian Black,
8: and we are here to wish you a very, very happy holiday season, whatever you celebrate, and we're going to tell you a little bit about our favorite holiday tradition.
9: Yeah, so I
2: like to build things, solve puzzles, things like that. So one thing we decided to do was build a gingerbread house, but not out of your normal ingredients.
8: So I had the idea from something I found on Pinterest, actually, to build the house out of Pop-Tarts. Because I personally hate gingerbread. I think it's gross. No judgment if you like it. But I wanted to make it out of something that we both like, so we decided to use Pop-Tarts, which was a bonus because my grandpa actually used to work for Kellogg's, and so it's kind of an ode to Kellogg's breakfast foods. So we make it out of Pop-Tarts and I don't know, what else do we use? We use use a
2: special frosting. We have certain candies like fruit roll-ups and things like that.
8: Yeah, I use like (laughs) fruit roll-ups to make a wreath. And then I think I use like frosted flakes to make a sidewalk up to the house. And we try to make it look as much like our real house as we can. But um, it's just a fun little little twist on a classic tradition.
2: Yeah, a little messy, sometimes a little disastrous, but still fun.
8: So that's a little glimpse into our holiday traditions, and we hope you all have a wonderful season. And please continue supporting audiobooks and Viviana's fantastic Audiobook love and podcast. We are so grateful for all of you wonderful listeners out there. So whatever you celebrate, happy holidays.
9: Happy holidays.
1: Season's greetings to you and yours wishing you a safe and joyous holiday full of music, life, love, laughter, and audiobooks. Sincerely, Jacqueline Kelso. Ah, but a kiss I'd have one little chance Here comes the jackpot question in advance What are you doing New Year's, New Year's
5: Eve? What are you doing New Year's,
1: New Year's? and a Happy New Year.
0: Hi everyone, this is Shayna Somerville. I'd like to wish you and your families a happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. In my household, I grew up celebrating both Hanukkah and Christmas due to us being an interfaith household. So today, I'd like to share my family's recipe for latkes, or potato pancakes. Now this is a recipe passed down through my family without concrete measurements, so bear with me. I recently made a batch this past weekend, so I will walk you through my recipe, which made approximately 20 latkes. The ingredients you will need are potatoes, about two and a half pounds. I used Idaho potatoes. Half a white onion, two handfuls of flour, one egg, and vegetable oil. You will also need a cast iron skillet, a knife, and a hand grater or a food processor and, ideally, paper towels. So let's get started. First, peel the potatoes, then grate them. Now, I have family members who swear up and down that you must grate them by hand, but I'm too lazy for that, so I just use the grater function on my food processor. But you do you. And dice half an onion into the potatoes. Again, I use my food processor for that. Now, crack one egg, and add two generous handfuls of flour into the mixture. Mix it all together, and voila! You have your batter. Now it's time to cook them. Pour a generous amount of vegetable oil into a cast iron skillet. You want enough so that the oil will cover the sides of the pancakes as they are cooking. And now you wait. You need the oil to heat up before you begin cooking. You will know that the oil is hot enough when, if you take a bit of water on your fingertips and flick it into the pan, you hear a pop-pop-pop. Or if the oil starts popping on its own. Now I use a quarter cup measuring cup to dole out the mixture, but you can also use a spoon if you don't have a measuring cup handy. So fill up that quarter cup measuring cup, dump the mixture into the pan, and wait! I can usually fit four latkes into a pan at a time. There are a few signs to know when it's time to flip, but I'll be honest, I still frequently flip them too soon. Watch for the edges to brown, like a medium to dark brown. In the center of the pancake, there'll be a pinkish looking spot as it cooks. Wait for that spot to turn white. Also, if the pancake is stuck to the bottom of the pan, it's probably not ready to flip yet. When it's ready, it will slide around the pan pretty easily, When it's time to flip it over, check periodically for the latkes to reach your desired shade of brown. Some people, like my mom and husband, prefer very crispy, almost burnt, whereas I prefer a more medium crispy. Remove the completed latkes from the pan and put them on a platter next to the stove. And repeat the process until you've run out of batter. As more latkes are added to the platter, add a paper towel between layers to soak up the excess oil. Otherwise, your latkes will get pretty oily. And now it's time to eat. I eat my latkes with both applesauce and sour cream. Some people prefer either or, but for me, it must be both. My husband eats them with ketchup, which I find strange, but again, you do you. I hope you enjoy.
1: Happy Holidays!
4: Hi, this is Erin Moon. I'm here with Felicity Monroe. And my absolute favorite thing about this time of year is having a live tree. The smell of that live tree and having the lights and bringing out all the ornaments and unwrapping them is the only thing I need for the season. What about you, Felicity? Well, I mean, something nice and warm and cozy and maybe naked in front of a fire cliche? Get over
10: it. Hot toddy, please.
11: Hey all this is Tim Campbell, and I just wanted to wish you a very happy holiday season. I am wrapping up recording on my 104th book of 2022 tomorrow, and then I am on my Christmas break, and I am very excited. I love the holidays. I always have. I love Christmas. I love spending this time of year with my family, uh, whether at our home in Los Angeles, or traveling to Oregon or Pennsylvania to visit my family or my wife's family. Uh, Viviana thankfully gave me some talking points here so I don't just ramble on haphazardly. Um, So I'm gonna talk to you about some of my favorite holiday traditions. I love an ice-cold Manhattan. I don't really drink that much anymore, but. When I do, around the Christmas time, I'll have one ice-cold, stirred 35 times, perfectly made Manhattan. It reminds me of over a decade ago when I told my wife that I was head-over-heels in love with her, and she told me to basically, not basically, literally told me to fuck off. And I spent a week drinking Manhattans with one of my best friends in New York City, basically waiting to hear from her to see if we were going to try to be together or whether she was like, see ya bud. And thankfully she finally said she wanted to be together too. So I love a Manhattan. Speaking of that, about a year later I found myself back in New York with two of my best friends and I decided that I wanted to propose to my wife. So, well, my girlfriend at the time. So we were walking around New York and I saw a jewelry store in the In the bottom of thirty rock. And I turned to my two friends and I said, Hey girls, I think I'm going to buy that ring right there in the window. And they were like, Get the fuck out and I said, No, I'm serious. I'm gonna propose when I go to visit her and her family next week and they said, What? When did you decide to do this? And I said, Right now, walking by on the street right here and they thought I was insane, and then they got really excited and we went in. And about 15 minutes later, I walked out with the most humble engagement ring you'll ever see, but it's beautiful to me and beautiful to her. So, yeah, drinking Manhattans in Manhattan, lots of New York memories, even though I'm a West Coast boy. My favorite holiday song. Oh my gosh. Well, when I'm performing, I think my favorite holiday tradition is, I many years will do the Festival of Carols with the Los Angeles Master Chorale. And we sing a piece called Brightest and Best by Sean Kirchner. It's an Americana arrangement for tenor and bass, and it's one of my favorite songs to sing for the chorale, one of my favorite yearly traditions. So my favorite song to sing is Brightest and Best by Sean Kirchner with the LA Master Corral. My favorite song to listen to? Pretty much anything my two little babies are dancing to in the kitchen at this point. But uh, Nat King Cole is probably my all-time favorite voice, So. Listening to him sing just about anything on our record player always fills me with joy. We've always been a real tree house. Uh, we used to go out and cut our own trees down when we moved to the forest outside of Seattle when I was a little kid. But then we had two little tyrant twins who like to tug and destroy and eat everything they can get their mouth on. So this year we got a giant, huge fake tree to put up in our vaulted ceiling living room. It's like 12 feet high. And they sit there and stare at it. And uh, my little baby girl says, top, top. And I pick her up and I hold her up as high as I can so she can see the star on top of the tree. So we're a fake tree family with real tree hearts. I think that's about enough rambling from me. I just want to say thank you so much for a wonderful year. I hope you've listened to some great books. I've certainly had a wonderful time narrating them this year and working with my amazing colleagues, and I just send so much love to everyone. Listeners, audiobook family, friends, I hope you guys have a wonderful 2023. Lots of love. Take care.
5: Hey, audiobook-loving listeners, it's Robert Hatchett here wishing you a happy holidays. Uh... All right, my uh, family tradition... All right, so there's a... (laughs) There's a dish my grandmother makes every uh, every holiday season, and um, just bear with me here. All right, so she calls it Watergate salad. Uh, it's become a conversation piece every <laughs> every holiday. It's made with uh, Cool Whip, and I think like pistachio pudding or green Jello. I think it's pistachio pudding because it's green, and it's got uh, pineapple pineapple pieces in it uh canned pineapple pieces and uh, i think there's cherries on top i know it's (laughs) it sounds so crazy but it's delicious and i have it every year and uh from my family to yours happy holidays
10: good tidings i'm samantha brentmore and i'm wishing you a very warm and wonderful end of the year i hope that you find some time to set aside for yourself self-care looks different for everyone and this year has been particularly intense for me i'm sure it's been the same for many of you it can be hard to prioritize time for ourselves especially during the chaos of the holiday season but i really really hope that you do it's important that we recharge our batteries what it's going to look like for me is pulling together some delicious snacks and a warm toasty drink sitting in front of the fire and pulling out a book that's for me not for work (laughs) I hope you find something similarly wonderful and warm for you. Sending best wishes to you and yours this holiday season.
9: Happy season's greetings, everyone. This is Michael Gallagher, fellow human and neighborhood narrator. It's getting a little chillier out there. Hope everyone's getting cozy. So this is a great season where we get to share all kinds of fun memories and stories. And I got a fun one. When I was eight years old, we moved from Rhode Island to Maine in uh, Sydney, Maine. And my dad wanted to make it a really special Christmas. So I remember that morning, you know, waking up at like two or three in the morning, my, uh, my brother and sister had woken me up and we all head to the top of the stairs, which wrap around into the downstairs living room. And we can hear the soft Christmas music playing and see the soft glow of Christmas lights. So we make our way downstairs, we turn the corner, and there is this, you know, the the tree is there, completely lit up, half the room is filled with presents, and these red and green balloons were all hanging down from the ceiling, and tied at the end were these little slips of paper that had, I guess you could call them uh, coupons, where, like, one might say, like, hand in this as a coupon to, you know, bake cookies with mom and dad. Um, You know, things little things like that um, that you can just, like, hand in and get to do at any time. And that was awesome. And so we go down and we're starting to look at the presents. And my brother, my brother grabs the first present, looks at the label and goes, To Christopher, love Satan and looks up at my dad and my dad sort of like gawks in horror like what and he looks at it and my dad he had been working on you know getting everything set up the whole night so he didn't get any sleep plus he's dyslexic so he wrote Satan instead of Santa Uh, so he's like no no no, no, no it's from it's from Santa he's just very tired you know so I'm sure that many of you have had similar experiences because the holiday season tends to be ripe for shenanigans so with that said go make more and tell us all about them i hope everyone has a merry christmas and a happy holiday season
6: merry christmas everybody this is catherine vinclair i play india in man of war by tj london I wanted to share my favourite Christmas film with you, I wonder if you've seen it. My favourite is the 1994 version of Miracle on 34th Street. It stars Mara Wilson, As Susan Walker, the sweetest girl you ever meet in your life, and the incredible Richard Attenborough as Chris Kringle. It's one of those films that has a certain timeless quality. You really get swept up in the magic of New York at Christmas. As a bit of romance, there's a lot of goodwill, and it's absolutely. True to the spirit of Christmas. It's full of warmth and generosity and has quite a profound message at the end of the day. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Stay warm and cozy. Please eat everything you want to and have an exceptional start to 2023.
12: Hey, audiobook, love, and podcast listeners. This is Gabri Ackman, and I am thrilled to have the opportunity to once again wish you the happiest of holiday seasons by way of a little anecdote. So I thought this year, I would tell you a favorite recipe of mine, but it's better than that. It now fits under the category secret recipes. I wish I had, um, for that, I wish I had had sort of like mwah music in the background. <laughs> so just imagine that that happened. Secret recipes, mwah! And even better than that, secret erotic recipes, Mu-ha! Um, I'm doing my own Foley in this message. If anyone doesn't know what Foley is, look that up, because it's totally fun. It was a profession I wish I had had many years ago in the age of, in the, age of, in the great age of Foley. Um, anyways, I am a co-producer, along with Emily Wu Zeller, of a series of books. We um, run a company called Love Bites Originals, and we have a couple of different series we're producing, and one of them is the Nice and Naughty series and how it works is there's a nice part meaning like a romance it's all the same cast of characters and it's a multi multi multi-cast with several of your favorite narrators but so the first part will be like a first person romance the second part of it is a first person erotica and then smack dab in the middle my dear friend rachel fowler who i've known for many many years and is one of my best friends and is a baker has put a recipe in there. And so some of the recipes are just, you know, sweet, delightful, charming recipes. Some of them are erotic recipes and some of them are secret recipes. So here's something that Rachel managed to come up with. For the section around the character named Sam, who is an undercover agent, we wanted something that had the feeling of a secret. And so I'm not gonna tell you the whole recipe, but I'm gonna tell you the secret part, right? I'm gonna give away the secret basically to all of you because I think you'll find it delightful. So this is an amazing, all of Rachel's recipes, some of them I think are from her, um, her mother and her grandmother. Some of them, I think most of them are from her godmother if I'm not mistaken. At one point she gave me her godmother's recipes. I have them somewhere like, you know, under lock and key in a safe somewhere where it's just her godmother's recipes. <laughs> um, but this I believe is one of her godmother's recipes. And here's the secret. Are you ready? I don't actually think this is one of the erotic ones, but it's fun to pretend like it is. Um, It is a recipe for chocolate chip cookies. And the secret, I don't know if anyone does this, but I want you all to do this in your holiday baking. The secret is a handful of crushed up potato chips. That's right. Crushed up potato chips, everyone. Um, Have you ever tried it? It is absolute magic. It's better if they are the, like, lays, like a sort of crumblier, oilier variety. And just do your regular cookie recipe. And when you put the chocolate chips in, crush up and put in a handful of oily potato chips and see how those turn out because they turn out a little extra salty, a little extra crispy, and absolutely delicious. Now, I bet you're wondering what's erotic about that. And the answer is, I don't know, that's actually not one of the erotic ones, but let's pretend like it is, right? And let me answer my own question. What's erotic about that? Well, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Makes you lick your lips a whole lot. (laughs) So there you go. You get a little saucy humor and a secret recipe and a whole lot of love for a beautiful, beautiful holiday season and a beautiful new year. And, as always, I sort of trademark this all over the place, both for Love Bites originals, but also for myself. But with everything I do, there is always this. So that's a big kiss for you, and a big cheers, and a happy, happy new year. And P.S., you can tell I'm a real Foley artist because I put my own kisses in.
6: Hola, Embella here, hoping all the joy to you and your loved ones. Thank you for listening in 2022, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad y próspero año nuevo. Hello, all of
10: you gorgeous, beautiful, audiobook love and podcast listeners, you gods and goddesses, you. This is Tara Langella, and uh, I want to wish all of you a magical, healthy, magnificent holiday season and new year. So in the spirit of the holidays, I wanted to share with all of you a few of my favorite things that I love, starting with my favorite holiday cocktail, which is a mulled wine. Nothing better than, like, just sitting in front of a nice fire going. It's snowing outside, little mulled cider going on, some red wine, some spiced apple cider with some fabulous herbs and spices. Just absolutely delicious. Um, now, I would give you guys a recipe for it. However, there is an unknown fact about me that I am probably the most undomesticated person on the planet. <laughs> So so I have others make it for me, and then I just reap the benefits of that. However, even though I did just say that, going on to my favorite holiday dish, which is also a family holiday tradition that we have in my house, I come from an Italian family, and my mom's eggplant parmesan is the best eggplant parmesan ever. And every single Italian you will meet will tell you that their mother has the best eggplant parm that's ever been made. But I'm telling you, This is a fact. My mom really does make the best. It's phenomenal. So holiday tradition, myself, my sister, my niece, uh, we all kind of put our hands and love into the eggplant parm for the family. And it is absolutely scrumptious. Another one of my favorite things, my favorite holiday song is The Little Drummer Boy. I I just tripped over my words. I was like, Little Drummer Boy. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. Little Drummer Boy. The Little Drummer Boy. Um, And, of course, my favorite, favorite version doesn't even need to be said. We know what it is. It's David Bowie and Bing Crosby. What? That is my absolute favorite. Now, as far as a real tree or a fake tree, um, I say, listen, both. I've had both. Now, though, I like to do fake. I like to do a fake tree and just sort of like, you know, leave the trees Uh, where they are Uh, I always get so sad after you know after Christmas and I see all like these trees that are just sort of like you know you know discarded so for me personally I like I'd rather do a fake tree um, and then just decorate the trees you know around my property and and decorate those and and look at them and admire them which kind of brings me to um, one of my favorite self care things to do around the holidays and that is to uh, honor the winter solstice uh, you know, here we are kind of at this moment, the shortest day and the longest night of the year. Um, so it's a really wonderful time for me personally and for my family and friends to just celebrate that time. And, and you know, this is something that I don't know if, if any of you guys practice or not, but it is a really wonderful, wonderful storytelling time. And, of course, we know, uh, audiobook love and listeners, that you guys more than anyone love a really good story, um, but that's something that we like to do in our family is sort of take the time to kind of tell stories and um, and our family stories because that's that's important to kind of have that and and to remember and to recall of those things. So we like to kind of get together and invoke sacred space and just have a good old song story, light some candles, and uh, remember you know remember take a look at the the year that's gone by. And maybe at this time, think about those things that we want to kind of give birth to in the spring. Um, So it's really just a way to kind of celebrate the magical rhythms of nature um, that we all have. Uh, Regardless of whatever your spiritual traditions are, I think it's a nice addition to bring in. and And it really is a great way to kind of connect and reconnect with family, friends, and, you know, the world around us. So so my last favorite thing that I want to share with all of you guys is my favorite movie for the holidays that I love to watch. Um, and it is Tim Burton's Nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> as I say, as I say that out loud, I think, well, it's, wow, I know what you're all thinking, Wow, Tower's really strange. She's out there she's talking to the pine trees having winter solstice rituals and then she's watching Nightmare Before Christmas okay we get it she was a goth girl Um, no seriously it's brilliant I love the humor and the music and it just makes me happy so there you have it those are a few of my favorite holiday things thank you guys for listening this was so much fun and um, I just want to say one more time have a fabulous holiday and a magical new year
3: Happy holidays, everyone. This is John Hartley. And to get us into the mood for the holiday season, I've come up with a pitch for a new audiobook. Here goes. It's December 24th. The wind is chilly outside. It's dark. And one audiobook narrator is sitting in his studio, uploading the final files for an audiobook, just in time for the holidays. He looks around, it's all quiet. It's all peaceful. And into his mind pops one special favourite listener who he thinks will particularly love this audiobook. 95%. 96%. 97%. He's almost there just about to get everything uploaded for the editor who's also trying to go on holiday. 98%. 99%. 100%. All done. Then, knock, knock, knock. There's a knock on the front door. Who could be calling at this time on Christmas Eve? It couldn't be. No, surely it couldn't be. Well, he opens the door. Heart beating a little harder. Breath going a little faster. Opens the door a crack and... There. Standing in the hallway is... And that's where I need your help. So please send to John Hartley Vio tweets with your suggestions for titles, characters, cover art, and anything else to get us into the holiday mood. I hope everyone has a lovely, peaceful, restful holiday season, and here's to a magical 2023.
13: Hey, it is Marnie Young, the audio sorceress. And first of all, thank you so much to all my listeners and supporters out there. All my fellow narrators and producers, you guys are awesome and amazing. And please, please keep doing your thing. As for holidays, my favorite song has to be Walking in a Winter Wonderland. I remember when I was 10 and I lived in Narragansett, Rhode Island... And they were doing, like, the Blessing of the Towers or something. It was right on uh, Pier Beach. And there was a woman singing, you know, this beautiful, bluesy, jazzy voice. And my mother went up to her and said, you know, my daughter sings. Now, I'm 10, mind you. And so I got up there and I sang Walking in a Winter Wonderland at 10 years old in front of all these people... And, of course, I had just watched um, The Fabulous Baker Boys, so I wanted to be that that jazzy girl, you know, lying across the piano. Um, and this is a little bit what it sounded like. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. What? in a winter wonderland. And actually, there's a little tiny story that goes with that because I love to do uh, Christopher Walken impressions. And a friend of mine got me a t-shirt that says Walken, like Christopher Walken, in a winter wonderland. And it's a picture of Christopher Walken uh, wearing a Santa hat. Because, you know, if we're walking in a winter wonderland... We need more cowbell. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Holidays. Mwah!
14: Hey guys, it's Patrick Zeller. I love this Chex Mix my wife makes every year. It's the one thing I look forward to more than just about anything. You know, except for like the happy faces my kids make when they come downstairs, you know. Except for stuff like that. It is the best thing. I come out of the booth or or I come home and the house smells like this awesomeness and I immediately get all the warm, yummy feelings you get for for Christmas and the holidays. So this is my opportunity to share it with you. You need a two-thirds of Crisco Butter Flavor Stick or two-thirds cup of Crisco Butter Flavor Shortening. My wife uses butter, and it's awesome, so to each their own. Uh three-quarter cup of parm, and then two teaspoons of Italian seasoning. Two teaspoons of Worcestershire sauce, three-quarter teaspoons of garlic salt, one-quarter teaspoon of onion powder, one-quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, 3 cups of Rice Chex cereal, then 2 cups of toasted oat cereal, 2 cups of oyster crackers, 2 cups of pretzel sticks, and 1 can of Spanish peanuts, about 7 ounces or whatever. And salt to taste, okay? Now here's what you're going to do, you're going to preheat the oven to about 325 Fahrenheit. Then while doing that, you want to melt whatever you chose for butter. Then remove it from the heat, and then stir in the parm. Italian seasoning, the Worcestershire sauce, the garlic salt, the onion powder, and the cayenne. And now it should start to smell proper Christmas, like all over the house. So then you add rice squares, toasted oat cereal, oyster crackers, the pretzel sticks, add the peanuts, season with salt, you toss to coat it all up, and then you spread it out on a, a pan, right? So then you bake it in the 325 for like 15 to 18 minutes, or until it's toasted and golden-brown. And then you stir once, uh, maybe about after 10 minutes. Then let it cool and then put it in some sort of container, probably one with a lock, maybe a combination on it that someone else knows, or else you will eat the whole thing in one sitting. I promise you. Merry Christmas.
10: Hi, this is Kit Swan, and I just wanted to say thank you all for listening to me throughout this year. I wanted to share one of my favorite things that I do every Christmas is in my house for the kiddos, we do the 12 books of Christmas. And that way, books are important, but they don't get lost on the actual day, like they tend to with like big gifts or anything like that. So each day, we give a book for Christmas and then read it together. So I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. And I hope you'll listen to me more in 2023. Take care.
12: Hello, it's Kristen Ashley here, wishing you the very merriest of Christmases, the very happiest of holidays, and coming up to a fabulous 2023 and a great new year. And I hope this season that you watch um, my favorite Christmas movie, White Christmas. It's my favorite because my family used to watch it together every year while I was growing up and because the general reminds me of my grandfather. Here's to a great 2023 and happy happy holidays to you. Rock on. Rock on.
1: Thank you to all of the awesome authors and narrators for sharing your time, stories, traditions, and well wishes. Thank you. You guys are truly the best and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. To all the wonderful listeners, thank you. Connecting with you continues to be a highlight of the numerous reasons I love doing the podcast and being part of this community. Something that is important and I think needs to be said in general and in case you need to hear it as well is following. I will always continue to be kind, generous, thoughtful, and to grow and develop as a human being regardless of what happens to me in my life. Learning is nonstop and there's always something to learn. Being kind and helping someone isn't a waste of time nor energy. Just make sure you are spending that energy wisely and on people who deserve it from you. Make sure to spend time on yourself and create a self-care routine It looks different for everyone, so find something that is right for you and start small. Baby steps are still steps and they count, especially as they're going in the right direction. I saw an Instagram post this morning that just hit and I know it needs to be shared. I've heard it before, but it was so elegantly said by Shaolin Master Xing Heng Yi, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. He said, and I quote, some people don't like what I do, That's just the way how it is. I have learned along the way, the more you shine, the more shadows you cast. It goes hand in hand. That's the price for all of this. So keep shining, shine brighter each and every single day. Never dim that light of yours, no matter what. Okay, so 2023 i've been teasing and i will continue to tease because that is just how i rule but thought i'd share some of the cool things coming down the pipeline for next year it's been announced but just in case you missed it we are the official podcast for the readers take denver book convention occurring march 30th through april 2nd of 2023 it's a four-day event that includes panels parties there's going to be a two-day signing And there's so much more, including passion flicks. They'll be hosting a red carpet event and a screening of Sylvia Day's Afterburn Aftershock and a couple of other things that have yet to be announced, from my understanding. So it's going to be epic. As their official podcast, we're going to be chatting with all the attending authors and narrators, because yes, narrators will be going to this event. So you guys are going to have a jam-packed couple of months there with some of the the top-of-the-top you know star-studded lineup that uh, readers take Denver has more exciting news is that we'll be working with passion flicks and that's all that i can share (laughs) because yeah i'm just not allowed to share anything else so (laughs) So basically there's more to come but again we'll be working with passion flicks on a couple projects that's gonna be so so exciting we'll be adding more goodies and continue to grow the patreon community that's something that's dear to my heart and i appreciate every single one of you guys for supporting the podcast and me and we have some more fabulous things continuing that i'll share when i can that's it for me until next year when the podcast comes back in full swing wishing you a happy holiday and a joyful new year's best wishes from your friends at the audiobook loving podcast until next year happy listenings
5: Thank you to all of our Audiobook Loving Podcast Patreon. Special thanks to Nixley Zenner, Carol Liebner, Brittany Robinette Leiter, Don Darch, Michelle Bastard, Brandy Schmidt, April Branson. The Audiobook Loving Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shoutouts, special exclusive content and much more support the podcast by becoming a patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobook loving we thank you for your support
0: thank you for joining us on the audiobook loving podcast hosted by viviana enchantress of books for links and more information discussed in today's episode previous podcasts or the audiobook loving series please visit our website, vivianalenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening.